Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, another episode of the Believe in Padres Prospects podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. San Diego's number one sports podcast network. Wait, I don't know if you were paying attention to Twitter this week, but we were in a poll for uh, most popular Padres podcasts in San Diego. I don't know if you know, there's quite a few. And we were thrown into the first round against the Kept Faith. Big name brand. It was, it was a tough, tough sledding against the Kept Faith, but uh, we, t- we took the L on that. Did you notice? Uh, I think it was a, yeah, it was a pretty big L, but you know, they put us up against a uh, worthy opponent. Yeah, uh, I think it's probably, you know, seeding, you know, we're probably, if this were the uh, NCAA tournament, we're like a a 12 seed, go up against a five, I would think. And, you know, some of those have chances to win. There's a possibility for upsets. I don't don't know how active our listener base really is. And we got a a decent number of votes, but the Kept Faith has been around longer. They've got established veterans working for them that uh, Pottery's Twitter is fond of, so... We're not as active in the Twitter community. I don't, I'm not surprised that we lost, but just nice to be part of the discussion, I guess. Would you and say the so? dance. Yeah. Made the dance. We're, uh, we're Southern Illinois, got some good players and won our tournament, won our conference tournament and made the dance and had to go up against UNC. That's what's going to happen. You know? Right. Hope to be back next year. I still think we have some NBA players on our team. Second round picks, one. maybe one. Yeah, one uh, walk, one walk on, one NBA player. One might be playing in Latvia next year. Yeah. Anyway, this is episode eighty-one, and on today's show, I want to go over some spring training stories that are titillating. I don't know—is titillating even a word? I was trying to figure out how to type that out in the in the show notes, but. Google Drive didn't tell me I spelled anything wrong. I wrote titillated out, and that's, I, I guess I spelled it right. I was surprised. There's that. I want to I do a little more Tatis contract talk because we hit it very early. We hit it right when uh, the rumors were swirling that he had signed and all the reports were confirmed, but the Padres hadn't officially announced it yet. And there was a, there's been a press conference since we spoke and a whole bunch of other stuff um, related to you know, the, the details of the contract, how much he's getting paid and when, plus this whole thing with, um, the company that paid him up front when he was 18 years old to get a portion of his contract BLA. So did you, you heard all about that, right? I did. And I'd love to get into that. You would. Um, I'm surprised. There's not many things that you love to get into, but I'm happy we found one. Oh, we got hot takes here for days. Okay, good. So, Tati stuff. Uh, there's just a few more things to hit on. And then, finally, this is interesting because I was talking to you about this last week when we were talking about doing the show and it kind of got buried because of the last minute Tati signed the biggest contract in Pottery's history and then the longest contract in baseball history. And there was a, the priorities had to be set straight. But now, there's suddenly momentum, and this is probably just because of Bob Nightingale sending out a Bob Nightingale tweet about Chris Bryant. I mean, this is not news at all. Chris Bryant is like, hey, the Padres made some exciting moves. Good for them. 
And now Potter's Twitter has run wild with the Chris Bryant rumors. And what I was position about this, is he going to play on our team? <laughs> I was thinking about this last week. I kind of want Chris Bryant. This is the this is the buy low time. This is when you go get Chris Bryant. The Cubs are bleeding. They're hemorrhaging. We just stole youth Darvish from them. I think we could get Chris Bryant. The the only problem is the money. I don't I don't know how we deal with the money with Chris Bryant. But Peter Seidler says, you know, eighth biggest market, we can do anything. Why right. not? Chris We're not Bryant? a small market. Why why can't we sign Chris Bryant or uh, trade for Chris Bryant and then keep Chris Bryant? This is a good time. This is when you go get a guy like Chris Bryant. So. I mean, I may have just spewed all my takes right there, but we're going to talk more about Chris Bryant. I I, I like Chris Bryant a lot. But before we do all that, Wade, you have a bet online ad read for us. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is betonline.ag. SDSU currently covering. BetOnline even covers (laughs) awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything you can imagine. And, of course, the 24-hour online casino. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So we're I love it when we watch games live and talk about them live when everyone listens to this the following day. It's my favorite thing about the show. Um, SDSU covering great for us. How is Pepperdine doing? They are tied. They are not covering. That was your lock of the week. We're not doing locks of the week anymore, but if we were, that was going to be yours, and I rode with you, and I'm I'm pretty upset about it so far. I mean, talk to me in 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start with spring training stories that have you titillated, because I think we can we can bang through these pretty quickly. Spring training started. It's fun. The guys... Look super sexy. The Browns uh, are never going to go out. They're gorgeous. Chef's kiss. Uh, spring training story number one. Is Eric Hosmer a little out of shape? Putting it nicely. You, you mean Mac from Always Sunny? <laughs> that was, uh, I sent you that. That's, that's one of the funniest things um, I've seen on Padres Twitter in a while. Is, uh, is Fat Mac side by side with... Uh, Tank top Hosmer in a press conference. I don't know. Hosmer could use a little more definition in the arms. Not going to lie. I mean, maybe, maybe it's good for him. He, he's not good at fielding. So just pack on the LBs and hit dingers. I mean, you, you'd play first base in softball. And I mean, if you were in a tank top, you'd look pretty similar. I think. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> you're, but you're, uh, you're Pelotoning again, right? Uh, we've been back on. Yeah. Good, good. So, um, I mean, I'm not really, I'm not really, oh yeah, that's, that's definitely going to burn some cows. Uh, I'm not worried about Hosmer, his, uh, you know, doughy exterior. He, he's always had one of the higher exit velos, um, for the team and, you know, kind of for his career, he's been really big exit velo guy. His problem has just been elevating the ball. And if you watch, I don't, I don't know how much we can glean, like my use of glean there from batting practice or spring training video, the shitty spring training video that we're getting just a couple weeks into this where they're fielding ground balls that, you know, I expect little leaguers to handle. Not not learning a whole lot here. Bullpens with guys. Yeah, but Tatis swinging. makes it Tatis makes it look so cool. Even those little videos. Uh the bullpens with nobody swinging, uh the pitchers. I never got this about pitchers fielding practice. I would like them to throw a ball 
you know, when they when they do the fake throw and then they run to field the bunt, I, I'm not getting the full, you know, motion of no, the pitch. Get out of here. No. I need them to throw a ball and then go field the bunt. No, only so many uh, bullets in the tank. Don't get out. No, of not. Li- I'm not saying. I'm not saying fire it in. I'm saying you know you can lob it in you're, like like you're paying catch. But I want you to have, have to focus on throwing the ball to somebody instead of this bullshit motion where you're just you have nothing in your hand and because that's not how the game is played. Throw throw the ball. Is that so hard? Nah, get out of here. Fine. Anyway. Uh, not saying. worried about not worried about Hosmer <laughs> and not worried about his fatness. Brian O'Grady, this is going to be your new favorite player. Apparently, he was you know hitting against you Darvish the other day, and him and one other player I already forgot who I think it was Jorge Mateo combined one for six. The one this is this is what we're grasp we're grasping for news here. O'Grady hits a home run. You're all in on Brian O'Grady. I mean, print the the Irish Knight hat out and. Uh... Come through. He looks like he's, I mean, the, the Padres have said they're looking for options to back up in center field. They're talking about Tommy Pham. They're t- uh, well, first of all, Will Myers started in center field. Why can't he be the backup center fielder? And then Brian O'Grady, this is kind of why they signed him. How come he can't provide 10 games of center field if, if they have to have him there? That's why he's here. So I don't know why the Padres are looking for a center fielder. You have Brian O'Grady. By the way, still rookie eligible, Brian O'Grady. So, Dark Horse, Rookie of the Year candidate? 28-year-old rookie? Yeah. Why yeah, not? It, it happens. I mean, Ichiro came over, a 27-year-old rookie of the year. True. Yeah. So, uh, Brian O'Grady, if he wasn't Irish, would you be all in? No. I saw him interacting with uh, Padres Irish Twitter, their, whatever that account was. I, for, I already forgot the name of the account, but uh, we follow them, too. So, shout out to Padres Irish Twitter. Um, Chris Paddock has learned advanced stats exist and he has adapted his arsenal based off what he learned in the off season. Is that news? It's news that he didn't know those existed until 2021. <laughs> it's a little late, isn't it? When he was getting shelled last year, where, where was the advanced analysis on his, his rap Soto numbers last year? Yeah. It's too bad. but. You know, it's a good sign that he's paying attention. It's a good sign that he's impressed with the numbers and what they've shown him and how he can fix his fastball. Um, and not to mention his other pitches. He's working on that curve still, which I liked. I liked the show me curve. It wasn't a big if you could throw that for a strike, you know, just once in a while. That's all you really need it to do. And I think Chris Paddock is primed for somewhat of a bounce back. I don't think we see him do what he did in his first year, but he's definitely not as bad as he was in his last year. I think it's safe to say that he is somewhere in the middle of what, of those two performances. Yeah. And I mean, eventually he could look good in the bullpen too. Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) Larry Rothschild. I I don't know if this means anything. Larry Rothschild said, you know, watching Mackenzie Gore in camp, he's the ball's exploding out of his hand, more spin on the curveball. He thinks the changeup's playing very well. This is courtesy of Brian Wilson from the AP, who's boots Bernie. on the ground over there in spring training. What did I say, Bruce? Yeah. Bro. I say Bruce. I don't know. Bernie, Bernie Wilson, yeah. Um, so is that something? I mean, I guess this is the something or nothing segment. Is that something or nothing? I think that's what you want to hear, but I think that's what everybody was going to say regardless. 
Love Bernie. I don't know. I, mean, I don't think you had to say anything about gore. It didn't have to be this glowing. Uh, in the during the alternate site camp work last year, there were no reports. And then when the reports came in after the fact, it was you know the stuff's not playing up. The fastball velocity's down. Yada yada yada. And now, balls exploding out of his hand, spin rates up. I think that's I think that's good. It's it's more than I even needed. I think that's a very good sign for Gore. I don't know if he's competing for a job this spring. I think the rotation is very deep, as we all know. But I think it's it's good to know that maybe post pandemic routines are back to normal for pitchers. Pitchers, as you know, are a creature of habit. So maybe things are kind of getting back to normal for Mackenzie Gore. I would love that, you know, finally get to see his rookie debut, hopefully this year. Last thing in Potter, I mean, news and notes, Hassan Kim is taking grounders at second. He looks, he looks like Hassan Kim, I guess. Nothing really newsy there. Dodgers Padres, I think on a national level, the, Do- the Dodgers fans who are so up their own asses right now are the only people in the world that thinks the Dodgers Padres is not a rivalry for some reason. They're that's the hill they've chosen to die on. Dodgers Padres is not a thing. Uh, when everyone else that likes baseball or follows baseball that doesn't have a dog in the race or a horse in the race, dog in the fight, horse in the race, thinks that's the it's the it's the best rivalry in baseball. Why are the Dodgers fighting this? I don't understand. It's such a weird hill to die on. They they just don't want to accept that the Padres are pretty good. I mean, they're doing that to get people like you riled up. I you know if if I was the past. Uh... Mickey Mouse champion, I'd probably do the same thing too. And I'm one of the least riled people up about it because, you know, when I was 18 year old, Ryan, I would be fighting people on Twitter all day about this when I didn't have Twitter at the time, thank God. But I understand why people do get mad about it. Luckily, I've, you know, I see it for what it is now that they're just probably trolling Pottery fans and it's like, I don't even need to engage. I do have some, some Dodger friends. And when you speak to them on a, a personal level like that, where you're, you know, have a real life relationship with them. They all acknowledge that the Padres are really good. Um, but it's the, it's the, the Twitter beefs back and forth that just confuse me. So I don't, I don't know why that's the hill they choose to die on. Anyway, other than that, why can't, why can't this Brown spring training uniform be a thing that we wear in the regular season? I've talked about this before. They made the switch. To I don't, Brown. I don't like the hat. I don't, I don't like the hat. Oh, the hat. Well, forget the hat for a second, but they made the switch to Brown and there's no brown home uniform. The closest thing we have is the military uniform. That's not good enough. Get a brown home. I think they'll eventually put that in there when uh, fans are able to go back and they need to start selling different types of Tatis jerseys. Yeah, I mean, selling their whole, they're selling all these jerseys now, but there's only three sets. Like, I mean, come on, the camo, it's, it's okay, but it's a, it's a gimmicky jersey that they don't wear as often. Why is there no home, home brown marketing? What, what happened here? Bring, bring there the brown will be. back and there's no brown. Okay. Well, talk me off that ledge. That's the ledge I'm really ready to fall off of is the, the brown homes. I need, I need more brown in my life. Anyway, the Tatis contract. Wait, you want to, you want to strap in here or let's, uh, let's actually do the, uh, the new sponsor ad. We got eBay to talk about. So wait, you have an eBay read for us. Want to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether rare dead stock or the latest released, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. 
With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent Nailed professional it. authenticators. Ooh, I, you weren't finished. So. You, I mean, you <laughs> had me there. <laughs> a team Long of experienced a team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. There is so much authenticity going on. It's so authentic. And it though. also protects it also protects sellers with verified return profit. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees of sneakers $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Authenticity guaranteed. Unique New York. Unique New York. Do you, uh, speaking of eBay, what was that? Uh, my roommate just decided to come in on the ad read. God damn it, roommate. Get out of here. I heard the whole thing. Authenticity guaranteed. Lord, we need to get Lauren on here for a second. Lauren, do you have, do you have anything to contribute she, to the show? Yeah, she's, uh, she's upset with the uh, eBay ad read. Does not think they're authentic. <laughs> you have to be a, a linguist to get through that thing. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, that was a tough ad read. Speaking of eBay, though, should we get Austin on next week to go over some uh, some baseball card stuff? Because that's that's a hot, that's a hot topic right now. It's uh, blowing up. Yeah, I think you need a little segment to uh, get the fans. I heard engaged, um, you know, all these Tatis rookie cards out there. A couple other podcasts I listen to that are sports related were going over some card stuff, and I kind of tune it out because. Like, I don't know, baseball card stuff, isn't that, I, I mean, I, I guess kids are getting back into it and it used to be popular, you know, when we were growing up, but it, it's been dead for so long. I didn't really, I kind of dismissed it. I didn't think, take it too seriously. And now apparently, um, that a couple of our other friends have gotten into it. I've, the world has opened up to me and I, I now realize that it's a big deal going on. So, uh, I don't know, we get him on for five, 10 minutes to talk about what the, the market's like and who's popular and what cards are selling for. I think that could be something. Is there something there? Yeah. Especially the Tatis cards, which are, are super hot, as, as you know. They're very hot right now. Segway to Fernando Tatis. That's a, that's a beautiful segue. You can't do any better than that. The Tatis contract. So we were talking about last week how the details weren't out yet. And I was saying, I, I hope that the first few years are, or I assumed that they would be very low salary years to you know get the most surplus value you can get out of him pay the rest of the team. And then as guys kind of age out of their contracts, then we start paying Tatis a lot. And that's exactly what they did because they're not stupid this year. Tatis is making a million dollars next year. It goes up to five 2023. He's making seven 2024, 11. These are, this is, this is outstanding <laughs> 2025 and 26. He's making 20 million 27, 28. He's making 25 million. And then from 29 through 34, God, that's so far into the future. He's making $36 million. And I noticed, I mean, pretty much everybody in San Diego loved this deal because, you know, it locks up our guy for the, you know, basically his entire career and into his mid thirties. The Padres are very happy with this. Seidler has proven that the Padres are not a small market team and that they can go make these kind of signings. No problem. And Tatis gets paid and he's set for life. Everybody's happy. 
a, a couple people nationally wondered why. I mean, this is the dinosaur approach to me. Um, thinking, why are you signing this guy now? Early, those are the same people probably said he shouldn't have been called up when he was called up. You know, manipulate the service time. And when that happened, I think you and I were talking about exactly what just happened. They're going to sign him long term early anyway. So this service right. manipulation time doesn't make any sense. And like it, it literally makes me angry when people talk about you know trying to save a year here and there when it doesn't matter. He will never reach the end of arbitration. We're not going to Mookie bets him. We're not going to. Um, what's the other example of a, of a guy? Harper. Lost. I had the Harper. We're not going to. We're not going to lose him. We're not going to let him hit free agency. Yeah. So why? We're not going to worry about the surface time. That doesn't fucking matter. The Padres are playing this smart. This is the new age of baseball. This is the Peter Seidler, Ron Fowler, AJ Preller. We're smarter than baseball. We're smarter than these old. Uh, baseball pundits, writers who are, you know, like things done traditionally. We're, we don't care what you think anymore. We're, we're going to bring him up when he's ready. We're going to sign him to a long-term deal before he hits arbitration. He's going to be making us surplus value for the next several years anyway. And then by the time he is making $36 million, five years down the road, that's not that much money. That's what guys like Mookie Betts and Mike Trout are making now. So in five, six years, Salaries are going to keep going up. This is not going to be that big of a contract. So I was very confused. Not- I guess I'm not confused why why some of these guys. Um, uh, what, what's his name? The former president of the Marlins. Is it Peter Sampson? I'm, I'm blanking on his first name. Um, the guy that was on Survivor, that one. Was he on Survivor? There was a president of the Marlins that was on Survivor, yes. Is it Jeff Johnson? Samson? Some, it's, it's definitely Samson. I heard him on Levitard talking about how it was a dumb deal. And, you know, uh, Samson, I hate to break it to you, but you ran two of the worst franchises in baseball. And I kind of don't care what you have to think. David about Samson, time. yes. David. He was on Survivor. Thank you, David. It was David. And he was yeah. terrible on Survivor. Um, he, he talks like he knows a lot about baseball, and I, I trust that he does. But with contracts and free agents and how to run a team – you ran the Marlins and you ran the Expos and you were fired in spectacular fashion from both of those organizations. I, 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 it kind of feels like it's a good thing that you don't agree with this. That's, I feel like we're on to something now. Nothing from you? Okay. Um, Sorry, wait, where were we? What was I not agreeing with? Pay attention to uh, whoever was on Survivor, I guess. The Padres, <laughs> the, one of the bigger things here is that they're not getting this Pujols contract down the road either. Tatis is going to be 34 years old when this thing ends. If if he starts to age dramatically, which I don't think he's going to, the speed and the sh- and playing shortstop, I don't think is um, necessarily going to age very well. You know, move him to third base. He's not going to be running as much, whatever. Um, they're not going to get Pujolst by him. He's not going to be this albatross of a contract, which is awesome. This saves the Padres in that regard, definitely. I don't think they're going to be overpaying him at any point during his career. And in the first few years, he, he's still a very cheap commodity. Um, it, it doesn't make any sense. Why, why do we wait a couple more years for the price to continue to go up on him? Trout signed that, that first deal for $140 million. And then his second deal was $420 million. I didn't hear anybody complaining about those deals being too much. And this Tatis deal is way less than that. So what, what the fuck are we talking about, Wade? I don't know. People are dumb. 
I think this is this is the trade that the or not a trade, sorry, the assigning that the Padres don't care what you think. This is how business is going to be done in the future, and they're out ahead of it, which is great. I love to see that. Um, Peter Seidler, all the all the things that he's been saying in the news about how we're going to be active from it. We're, we're the eighth largest market. This is not a small market team. I, he doesn't understand why we would be regarded as a small market team. That makes a lot of sense. And it's, it's nice to finally have an owner think that way. We've never had that. So it's a big deal. Um, these deal, it's just not that, this is not that big of a contract. If you think in the historical concept, concept or uh, context, sorry. Uh, every few years, there's a contract like this. And then every few years after that, someone beats it. And for a top five player in baseball, it's just not that much. So do you think Juan Soto beats it next year? If I'm Juan Soto, I'm talking to my agent right now about getting a deal more than this. Yeah. Yeah. And every year that the nationals don't do it. Okay. The price just went up you guys. And then you want me to hit free agency. All right. Now you have to compete against all the other teams. I don't think the nationals want to do that. They just lost Bryce Harper doing that. And I know they won a world series, but you you got lucky in Soto happened to be ready earlier than we thought he would, and you let Harper go. Soto just happened to be there. Great. Are you going to find another Soto to replace this current Soto? Good luck. I don't I don't see that happening. I would agree. Uh, let me hear your BLA take because BLA we we don't know the details of what Tatis got or or do we? Did we hear what the details? Because BLA didn't doesn't release their. Uh, their contracts with players publicly. I heard 2 million, but that's just what I heard. So not official. Okay. Well for every five or sorry, for every $50,000 that they loan a player, that's all upfront money, guaranteed cash. They get 1% of future earnings. So it can go all the way up to, I thought it could only go up to $500,000, but you're saying they, they could go up to over a million. Yes. It, 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 it all yeah. depends on the player because I, I mean this is what okay. I, my thinking it's like Tatis didn't really need the money his dad did make 17 million throughout his career so for you to entice Tatis you got to be giving him something more because he's he's not struggling for money so they, they kind of I believe made the biggest deal that they ever had on him but that would make you sense. Know. This, this Union Tribune article that I was reading says that they only go up to five hundred thousand dollars, but that doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it's enough. No, especially if you're Tatis. Like, why would you? I mean, why would you do this? Like, you're you weren't poor. You didn't need that money. Um, that's my take. I think Tatis. It, was, I don't know. We 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 don't come from millionaire households. Where or you know worth what Tatis's dad is worth, but it's nice. It'd be nice to have your own money as an 18 year old kid, you know, who's, who's maybe struggling in pro ball. Maybe he doesn't want to just live off of his dad's money and he, he gets it guaranteed, you know, maybe a million dollars. If it's a million dollars, that's a lot of money for an 18 year old. True. And then he doesn't have to worry about, you know, finances with the family. He can buy his own house. He can live comfortably while he's in the minor leagues. And, I think he and his dad were both very confident that he was going to be, uh, th- this is where it gets a little tricky. Like you're confident in betting on yourself, but you're also taking out this loan. There's, right. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff we don't know about this, but we do know that he and his dad were part of this conversation with BLA and BLA has former 
you know, baseball players working for them. They've got $150 million investment in their company that they're, they're using to loan out to players. And they're, they're not going to turn a profit for a very long time. Do, do you have any problem with what BLA is doing? Because some people no, do. I think, and, I think it's genius. Yeah. But do you think it takes advantage of players in any way? No. I mean, it, it's betting on players, literally what it is. Um, and if they're, yeah, really I think, it, I think they're doing, I think they're doing a service to players. Honestly, they're trying to make money themselves, which it's a business. So yeah, but they're also betting on players who they think are eventually going to be very successful in major league baseball. And they're giving them a head start there. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that in a, in a world where Tatis is paying them over the course of his entire contract, 30, 40 million dollars. Yeah, it's a great deal for BLA, but also Tatis is going to have over $300 million. It, it works out. Everybody's, everybody should be happy here. And I don't, it has nothing to do with endorsements. Tatis is going to get massive endorsements during the course of his already, career. Already has. Yeah, it's, it's insane. And BLA doesn't get any of that. So I, I don't see that they're not, you know, hamstringing him to, you know, give him every piece of everything he's ever going to make. He's, he's free to make his own money. He was free to do this deal with BLA if he wanted to. He clearly did. And he got a great head start in life. And now he's doing even better than that and has more money than BLA has. So uh, I, I just don't know why this was such a big talking point, probably just because it's the biggest player that BLA has ever had. And it just, it, you know, a lot of people just learned what BLA is for the first time and they're very confused by it. But I think it's, I think it's great for, for baseball that there are companies like this that are investing in the young talent. I think it's, I think it's great. All right. Last thing to, to talk about before we get out of here is Chris Bryant. I kind of teased everything I wanted to say about Chris Bryant earlier, but Wade, do you have any interest in Chris Bryant and are you comfortable with Chris Bryant on this team somewhere? You know, why not put him at left or put him at first? Yeah, there's, I think maybe I'm thinking next year for sure is the DH. I would, I really hoped it was going to be this year. Although at this stage in the game, I've, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen, but next year I think it's for sure happening. And in that case, yeah, you find room for him in left field. You play him a little bit at first. If there's a tough lefty on the mound that day, give Hosmer. Or a breather. Not, yeah. He, he's just your DH. Uh, the, I mean, or in the like next year, earlier, DH, yeah. Right. Like you said earlier, the money would just be the only issue here. Yeah. And I don't know what he's making off the top of my head. Let me see here. Oh, so, so the reason he's been in the, tr the news and trade talks is this is his final year before he hits unrestricted free agency. And hey, speaking of guys that you should have signed long term earlier. Chris Bryant's one of them, and he's had a couple bad years. Although last year, a lot of guys that were good players had bad years. So I'm not going to be too upset that he had a bad year last year. I don't, I don't even think it's worth talking about. Christian Yelich, J.D. Martinez, a lot of top-end hitters had bad years. But he's going to be a free agent. So what's he going to command in free agency? That's kind of another reason why I think buying low on him is perfect. Because if he was playing MVP caliber baseball like he has every year, he would probably be commanding a lot more money this offseason. But I think the Padres, you look what they just 
traded to the Cubs to acquire you Darvish. The the bottom or the middle half of the, the the middle chunk of the farm system is kind of depleted, and there's a there's a vacuum of of talent that needs to arise for uh, the Padres farm system. The top end talent is still there. I don't know if we trade any of the top end prospects. Like I'm not trading Mackenzie Gore. I'm not trading CJ Abrams, and I don't think I'm trading Luis Campusano. But I think pretty much everybody else for me would be on the table if it's one one piece and then some lesser pieces. Like so, and I would like to speak with Chris Bryant too about you know signing an extension possibly now because I think waiting till the off season, I, I wouldn't want to wait. But if we can get some, I think if I think if I'm Chris yeah. Bryant though, I'm I'm waiting. There's there's a team out there that's going to pay for me. So I you're I right. Think long, you're right. I don't think long term that works for us. Maybe not. So maybe just trade it like. The Cubs are kind of in it just because the NL Central, nobody's out of it, basically, except for the Pirates, who are going to be one of the worst teams in baseball. But they're still kind of in it, and they're competing. So I don't I don't know what they do with Chris Bryant this year. Would they listen to trade talks? I think we'd probably have to include like a Robert Hassel or a Ryan Weathers. So would you do like a Ryan Weathers and then some you know non-top 10, non-top 15 prospects down, you know, down the list? for a year rental of Chris Bryant. No. Okay. I think that's fair too. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm just floating it out. There is a, is an idea. I don't think I would necessarily do that either without having assurances that we could sign him long-term or getting some salary relief from the Cubs. I think we're really up against what we're going to be able to spend this year for the major league roster. It's, it's a top five payroll in baseball for the first time ever. I don't see us adding significant salary like, a Chris Bryant. I mean, we couldn't couldn't afford Trevor Rosenthal or Kirby Yates. We're not going to afford Chris Bryant. But I think it's something to look at in the offseason, potentially. I don't know what he's going to command. Uh, maybe we trade Tommy Pham. Maybe we trade Will Myers. Uh, you know, As is tradition, the yearly offseason Will Myers trade talks. Although I'm very happy with Will Myers on this team. I don't necessarily want to trade him. Um, he might even be better than Chris Bryant. It's I think that's a discussion. But... Chris Bryant in left field, Chris Bryant at DH. I think he's he's more versatile than people realize, and I would love to buy low if we could on Chris Bryant. And that lineup starts to get really nasty next year if Chris Bryant's added to it. I'm just saying. I would agree with you. I just hope financially we would be able to make it work. Yeah, and I don't know if that's necessarily in the Padres' plans because – the, the team is pretty set the way it is. I, I think they like every all the pieces that they have, their their versatility in places, their stars in places, and I don't think Chris Bryant's necessarily on the radar, but Preller's been, you know, there's been a lot of rumblings around Preller lately, and the last few times that we've heard rumblings around Preller about big things in the works, it's kind of been true, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it will be true. What's up? I said big things happen. Yeah. When we hear so, your rumblings, Preller Prellering. Preller, Preller does like to Preller whenever he can. So just keep an eye, just keep your ears open. Just watch Twitter. I don't think, I mean, Chris Bryant, this, this kind of manifested out of desire more than actual rumor, but just keep an eye on Chris Bryant. That's all I'm saying. That's going to do it. Wade, semi good show out of you. You were good at parts and uh, lacking in other parts. Thank you for listening. Please follow the show's Twitter account at Friar Farm Hands. And if you enjoy the show, subscribe. Leave us a review. We haven't had a review in a while. 
a positive review in a while. We've got a couple <laughs> of negative reviews in a while. But uh, leave us a review. Let us know that you're listening and let us know that you like the show. On iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. Please leave your comments, questions, concerns, and your rating of the show on all platforms. You've been listening to the Believe in Padres Prospects Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, San Diego's number one sports podcast network. I am Ryan Hart. That was Wade. Talk to you in a week. Bobby Schmurder is free. Toward your destination. Though you may find from time to time. I don't know where I reading the salaries. Did you hear me read the salaries? It was all choppy. So just go like back to the transition to Tatis. Just start it over. Oh my God. Ugh. Ugh. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.